What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is How to Build a Girl. Now, this one comes from IFC. It is directed by, and please bear with me, but if I butcher this, please blast me in the comments, Koki Girock? Koki Girock. I'm going to go with that. Um, I think it's I think it's close, um, but if it is extremely wrong, please let me know down below because I need to learn how to pronounce things, but at least I'm trying. Um, this one charts the journey of teenager Joanna Morgan, played by Beanie Feldstein, who reinvents herself as Dolly Wilde, fast-talking lady sex adventurer, moves to London and gets a job as a music critic in the hopes of saving her poverty-stricken family in Wolverhampton. So that is what we're dealing with here, and it is based on a book. I had no idea it was based on a book, but um, obviously if they're adapting it, it's got you know a, a following of some type. Which is really great because it, you know, it gives a movie for the fans of the book and it introduces people that have never read the book something new and maybe they'll want to go read the book after the movie. So it's a win-win. Uh, I think, you know, if they're adapting something from a novel, it's got to have some type of presence in the the book world. So going into it, you know, I never saw a trailer for it. I had no idea it was based on a book, but IFC gave me the opportunity to review it. Thank you, IFC. And of course, I'm going to say yes because IFC is. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with them in the sense that I never know what I'm going to get. I could love the movie that they hand me next, or I could hate the movie they hand me next. That's kind of the beauty of their brand. They're almost anti-brand, because whatever they put their logo on and their distribution model behind, it just uh, it's, it's always a random movie. It's like, one movie is not like the other, and I like that. There's really no uh, sense of one type of film they do. It's just, it's all over the place, but I love that. Because sometimes you can find like these little gems that you uh, never would have found if there wasn't a distribution company behind it. So with all that being said, I thought this movie was okay. In terms of coming of age films and being a part of this subgenre, which I hold dear to my heart, I thought it was fine. And I thought the journey that Joanna takes and the story that's being presented... You know, there's some stuff there that people can learn from. Um, Joanna is the type of person that is, she's quirky, she's kind of shy at first, and she doesn't really know what she wants in life, but she gets this opportunity as a music critic, and she goes in it head on, and she is, um, she's a teenager, so when she gets hired onto this position, they don't really take her seriously, but they see that she's really great at writing, and there's some passion there, so they give her a shot. And as she's following these bands around, She's learning lessons from the musicians and the music that she has been uh, admiring from from a distance for some time now throughout her youth. She gets to be in it now. She gets to follow these people around. So she's she's a fangirl at first. She's asking questions, you know, like, what'd you eat for breakfast type of deal. But then as she starts hanging out with more and more musicians, especially with uh, Alfie Allen's character, which is the main musician that she follows, she starts to learn life lessons from them and, and they instill their wisdom upon her and her being a teenager you know she starts going down this cocky route you know she has a big head because she's making a lot of money from some of the stuff that she's publishing even though her moral compass is kind of scattered at this point but she needs to make those mistakes she needs to know what 
type of person she's going to be. And when she realizes she's being cocky, she learns that this is a mistake and she needs to go back to being more humble and being more uh, passionate about, you know, music that she enjoys instead of writing hate pieces. And so she's growing up in a sense. Like she has to grow up very, very fast. And that's the, the coming of age tale that you would want out of this type of movie. And I think this movie to some degree delivers that. And I have no issue with the journey or the story that's being presented, but in terms of visual aesthetic, the punch, the the flair that you want to make your movie stand out and be unique in this subgenre, I thought this film was lacking. There wasn't really anything to it that made me go, wow, this is going to be one of the greats in this genre, or wow, this is one of the terrible ones in the genre. It's just kind of middle of the road, and I guess there's really nothing wrong with that in a sense, but at the same time, it's like, would you rather be a bad movie and stand out, a good movie and stand out, or just be okay? So you have that's the question you have to ask yourself. Um, a couple of things I, I wanted to point out about directing choices and what to keep and what not to keep. Um, and just a couple things. The first thing is right off the bat when Beanie talks, her accent. It's an English accent and it's bad. Now... I don't, I'm not going against the idea of hiring Beanie for this movie. I actually really like her, and I think she has the potential um, to be another great actor in the family, um, given the fact that her brother, two-time Oscar nominee and a funny person on his own right, she's going to be her own separate person, which is awesome, and they're going to have different styles, but it's so great that that family has, has spawned off some talent, right? And I've wanted to see her take on a movie and be the lead character and show other people what people like me see in her. Where like we see the potential there. She's going to be a big name in this business. Give her her own project. But for the love of God, I don't know how you fix this. Because I realize this is set in the UK. I believe, right? You, uh, I'm terrible with geography. You can go ahead and blast me in the comments and, <laughs> down below for that. But she has an English accent, and it's it's bad. And I don't know whether you just keep her with a you know normal American accent, or if you recast with someone that can actually deliver the accent well to fit the environment that they're in. I don't know how you fix it. But the accent is distracting. It doesn't get any better. As soon as it starts, I was like, okay, am I going to get used to this? And it, it, you don't get used to it. Like, I want to listen to the dialogue. I want to listen to these characters have conversations with one another. I want to hear these life lessons that this movie is going to instill upon me. But the accent throws me off. And uh, it threw me off the entire runtime. It doesn't get any better. It's just a bad, bad choice um, to keep the accent. Second thing I didn't really care about is at the very end, when we get the climax of this character, we get the, um, you know, kind of revelation that she kind of goes through and you know a lot of stuff kind of collides in her life to where it kind of tells her to slow down a little bit because she gets a little little heavy-handed towards the end that's all i'll say without spoiling anything i'm trying to be as vague as possible but there's something that happens that is completely out of left field it doesn't feel like this character because nothing was ever established early on in the film that she might have some mental health issues it just happens and then the aftermath, someone makes a joke about it, and it just, it's very off-putting. And I'm like, what? When, when was she ever like this? 
There were there were no early signs throughout the film that made me believe that she was going to do this. So it just came out of nowhere. If you honestly took this little portion out of the climax of, the, of her character, it, I don't think it would have made any difference. Like she could have stumbled around and hit her head. That's all I'll say, and then it just moves on. But the extra bit that happens, the word starts with S. It just, it doesn't, it didn't seem appropriate for the story or the characters that they were building up to. And it just, it just came out of nowhere. So other than that, that's, you know, those were my only two gripes about it. Um, in terms of story and character wise, the performances, I thought were actually pretty good. Uh, Beanie Feldstein is actually quite mesmerizing in the film. She's very quirky. She's charming. Um, she has this warm kind of personality to her. She's an uplifting spirit that you just want in the room because she can make you smile and she's a great person to follow because that's what teenagers are and I thought she delivered that pretty well like you know just like her character like in Booksmart where she also played a teenager she just plays another version of a teenager here but this one has its own kind of uh personality to it just its own character and I just I like following her on her journey so she's she's good her whole family love them a very warm personality as well. They're all funny. They're all heartfelt. They're just really great, rounded human characters. Uh, all the other people that she interacts with, with the people at her, her job or the musicians, they're all really well done. But Alfie Allen is definitely a standout. The chemistry that he has with her, yeah, he's an older character and she's younger. She's a teenager. So you don't want to like go down that path. And they never do, by the way. But he's a great kind of, He's a great person for her to talk to, to kind of understand her problems and understand his problems. They're they're just like therapists for each other. And I found that relationship to be quite beautiful. And, you know, they do have like some type of attraction there, but he makes a point at the very end to like, come back when you're older type of deal. But um, yeah, that was a great relationship. I like that. That was, it was really well handled. And I've always wanted Alfie Allen to explode kind of after Game of Thrones. And he's been doing that. He's been sprinkling himself here and there. But he does a pretty good job. And so the acting all around, that's not bad. I have more problems with just the story and the way it was presented. Um, Other than that, that's about it. I don't really know what else to say um, that hasn't been said. It's just kind of there. Um, but I understand if people watch this or if they want to watch it because they've read the book and they find something kind of poetic about it or something really kind of life-affirming about it for especially people that are growing up and they are teenagers watching this, don't ever let anyone take that away from you. Like, there are certain coming-of-age films that, you know, get a hold of me and throw me off for an emotional roller coaster ride, and they catch me off guard. And I understand that. Just this one did not do it for me. Um, But if you are looking for a coming-of-age film or a book adaptation, or anything of that regard, please check this one out. Regardless of what I say, it hits VOD this Friday, May 8th. So that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. Please like this video. Subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to date on when I, whenever I review anything. Subscribe to my podcast feed, Real Me and Colin, the movie podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, Wherever we're at, we're we're all over the place, but subscribe to that feed and you get these reviews in podcast form. And my co-host has a bunch of extra content given the situation that we're all in right now. A bunch of top 10 lists over there. Quite a fun listen. But yes, let me know down below everything 
that was discussed in this review. I am Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.